to the Recovery Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. I'm a stroke survivor and grateful recovering alcoholic. I say that at the opening of every episode to remind myself about my strength in all that I'm dealing with and that I'm using my voice to share my experience in these areas to help others not feel unique like I did when I first entered into recovery, both in sobriety and as a stroke survivor. And with that theme, uh, today I've been thinking about how I find strength in unexpected places and learn from others experiences rather than having to learn the hard way through my own and um, you may slightly hear in my voice that I'm really tired and I don't feel well and that's just the name of the game right now Um, so I went to the mall again with my niece and her friend and um, did a little bit of browsing around and it was just it proved to be way too much for me. So I feel like, um, gosh, I wasn't prepared to say what I feel like. I feel like I just went to King's Dominion and I was in the sun all day and I rode every roller coaster like five times. That's how I feel. I just feel absolutely terrible. But I had such a wonderful time with them. It's really too bad that I have to suffer like this if I do something. But um, we went for Christmas shopping. Um, My boyfriend had, sorry, I'm straying from the topic, but my boyfriend has done all of the Christmas shopping this year. And um, this has never happened. I always do all of the Christmas shopping and he just gets his own presents for the kids and, um, and for me. And this year he did all of it, all of it. And I just wanted so badly to get some presents. So my niece and her friend brought me to the mall um, to help me shop for them. And they very much did help me shop, but I just wanted so badly to pick stuff out. And, and that's, you know, I was just talking about that yesterday, right? I was talking about being rebellious and recovery and, and that's what I did. And this is the consequence that I have to pay for it. So I'm going to have a short episode today and then I'm going to go straight to bed and I'll probably be in bed all day. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I mean, my pooches don't necessarily let me stay in bed all day, but I'll probably lay around and listen to books and, and play with them a little bit. So anyway, back to the topic at hand. So um, talking about finding strength in unexpected places and learning from other people's experiences rather than having to learn the hard way through my own. And I say the hard way because that's how I have always, my whole life, learned everything, is the hard way, um, it seems like to me. I, I remember saying that recently and somebody was like, now, Rachel, you didn't learn everything the hard way. It might have been my sister who said that. Um, but also not only finding strength in other 
in, in unexpected places, but also finding learning opportunities, finding aha moments in unexpected places. So I was, I think about this at all, all the time. I think, imagine if we all just traded notes with each other on our experiences, like we do for our kids. You know, we try to share our experiences with our kids so that they don't have to repeat our same mistakes. But imagine if we did that with each other. You know, we friends do that with each other. Family members do that with each other. But imagine if if we all just did it. You know, um, I think about my sobriety program and how every morning at 7 a.m. I'm there and I'm listening to other people's experiences and their strength and hope coming out of those experiences. And then I share mine and we learn from each other. And I was thinking, gosh, it'd be so nice if if we were all partners in this together, you know, us human beings, if we all just, you know, it sounds cheesy, I know, but if we all just joined hands or locked our elbows together and like whispered in each other's ears, yeah, I tried that before, it didn't work, try this instead. And we actually listened to each other. Imagine how much more quickly the human race would grow and get better, I think, at, um, and probably need a lot less anxiety and depression medication, I would imagine, if we were able to do that. Um, but like my kids, you know, like I did with my mom, um, you know, it's, it's just, I have to learn things by experiencing them. And um, that's, that's what I find my kids are doing now too, you know, and you just want to be like, don't you get it? I'm 49 years old. I've done this before. Like, listen, but um, I never did it when I was growing. I still, I still don't do it to this day. I still, um, I finally... And when my boyfriend will say something like, here's an idea, he tries to do it gently with me too, because he knows that I'm kind of, uh, I'll, I'll snap really easily, not outwardly, but inwardly, I'll just be totally, I'll put up a wall. But um, like he gave me some suggestions just today about, actually it was yesterday and today, I was cooking, I cooked dinner last night, which is unusual, but um, I did okay. I'm just really slow at it, reading the directions and stuff. Um, and then today I made some persimmon jam with some homegrown persimmons. And anyway, he gives me recommendations for, you know, certain ways of cooking things. He's really, really quite the chef in the kitchen. And um, I used to just be like react to him like, I just want to do it myself. You know, like, that's fine. I get it. That sounds good, but I'm going to do it my way. 
that's how I was. And I may have even said that. I hope I didn't say that stuff to him, but who knows? It wouldn't surprise me if I reacted that way to him. But I'm getting better at listening to recommendations um, of people who have already experienced things. Um, even my boyfriend in the kitchen, he has spent a lot of years in the kitchen. And I have too, but um, he's just got a lot more exposure to a lot of different ethnic foods and all of that stuff. And um, I'm getting better at listening. I really am. And getting better at listening to recommendations. But I am still slightly bullheaded. But I'm trying. It's progress, not perfection. So I'm learning how to listen and learn from others' others experiences in my sobriety program and in my stroke support groups and uh, that reminds me I was uh, on another person's podcast which I've shared in my episodes it was stronger after stroke and I was telling him that one of my hobbies that I like to do in stroke recovery is baking and then he gave me a little bit of a lecture on how I needed to not eat a lot of baked goods. And when I was listening, I'm thinking to myself right now, what did I feel like when I was listening to him? I was thinking, okay, you can say whatever you want, but I'm still eating my baked goods. That's what I was thinking while he was saying that to me. Which means I was just completely close-minded, you know, about it. But I think it's because I feel so, lately I feel so like I've given up drinking, I've given up smoking, you know, I've had a stroke. I'm like, I, there, at some point in that podcast interview, I actually did say, you know what? I feel like I've given up enough. I quit drinking. I quit smoking. I'm going to eat my candy. I think we were talking about candy. And I pulled into the camera shot a bowl of um, blow pops that I had right beside the, right on my desk beside me. So, um, anywho, um, I may get better and better at listening to others, but I know on the inside, whether I'm actually open to what the person is saying or not. Like when you're talking to somebody and whether you're at work or you're talking to your husband or your wife or something, um, when they are talking to you and telling you either they're giving you guidance, whatever word you want to use, they're giving you guidance, they're giving a recommendation, they're telling you what to do, they're mentoring, whatever you want to call it. Listen to your, turn the lens around and look at yourself and how open you are to hearing what they're saying. Because at the moment that somebody is saying something to you, you can self-reflect and identify whether you are listening to them or not. Identify whether you are willing to take their advice or not. And it's kind of interesting to actually, now you gotta do all this while still listening. <laughs> because if you don't, you'll be like, oh, what'd you say? I was, I was looking inside instead of looking outside and listening to you. But it's really interesting to 
to um to be mindful in that moment of my own uh mood or my own receptiveness to what the other person is saying and i believe that if i notice and i've done this with my boyfriend if i notice that i am resisting his recommendation I can acknowledge it in the moment and change it and and make sure that my response to him is okay that's a great idea I'm gonna try that rather than what it used to be which is mmm I don't know that I think I'd rather do it this way <laughs> which is what I always did before um, so that's an interesting exercise and let's see um, but Okay, so I, I'm able to do it in obvious places, like in my sobriety program and in my stroke support groups, but these aren't the only spaces where we learn. And rather than making a decision before I go into a sobriety program meeting or stroke support group, meeting um that's an obvious place where i make the decision to get quiet and reflect while i'm in these fellowship groups so like i was talking about if somebody else is talking to you at work or at, you know your family i've begun to explore those areas in my life those conversations those points where i can learn from somebody else and be open and willing and those opportunities are everywhere and I didn't even realize that they were everywhere until I got sober and really started working on myself and doing this self-reflection and honestly I swear the more you do this and the more you practice these things that I talk about in the podcast the more it will become habit. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about seems like it's like, okay, there's no, you know, there's no human being that does all of this stuff. Well, I'm telling you firsthand, I do all of this stuff. It doesn't mean that I do it perfectly, but these are the things that I try to do. And the more that I try to do them, the more they're becoming habit for me. And that's why I talk about them here. Because the more I like convince myself that it's something I need to do, the more I'm doing it. So it's just all moving. It's all giving the, me the momentum to move in the, in the right direction. So I don't go a lot of places right now. Um, I did go to the mall, like I said, and um, I think the last time I went out was a couple weeks ago and I went to the mall. I did go to the doctor. I went to the neurologist. Anyway, I don't go to a lot of places, but let's just talk about it anyway, because I can, I can imagine. I remember going places, um, but these loud, busy places, especially during the holidays, where you go and it's almost hard to even hear your own thoughts. These are the places where you can, with practice, have the noise fade into the background 
and you can listen for the lessons or see the lessons. Do you ever go to the mall or go to the grocery store and let's say you're, you're in the soup aisle <laughs> and you're looking for these soups, you can't find the chunky soup that you want, but you hear like a family down the aisle and the little kid is saying, you know, that they want chicken noodle soup and the, or, or, you know, vegetable soup. And the mom is like, man, we're not having that tonight or whatever, you know, and you're hearing their interactions with each other. Those are the moments that I'm talking about when you can focus on your own breathing, kind of like you do in a meditation. Focus on your own breathing, breathing in and then breathing out and just listen. Stop looking at the soup. The soup will be there when you're done, but just listen to other people's lives happening around you. When I do this, and I, I started doing this when I got sober, and I'm not encouraging eavesdropping in other people's lives, but lots of people's lives are very loud and you don't have to eavesdrop. So if I do this, it helps me focus on what is important in my own life when I listen to other people interacting with each other. It's one of my favorite things to do. And yeah, it means I have to stop what I was doing. Like, it's almost like I'm putting the, I'm hitting the pause button, just like the matrix where all of a sudden everything stops in space. I'm just pushing the pause button on myself and I'm just getting still and quiet. I can still look at the soup, but I'm not searching for soup anymore. I'm listening to the lives that are happening around me. And there's so much to be said for that. There's something that I gain from that. Anyway, I recommend trying it because it's, it just helps me. It helps me slow down. And, and stop feeling like I have to keep up with the world around me. I, if the world around me is spinning and noisy and rushing around, I don't have to be spinning and noisy and rushing around. I can still go the same speed that, um, that I go in my house, you know? Granted, I'm a little slow these days, but... We can hear what we need to hear in Starbucks, in H&M, in, you know, the mall hallway, in the parking lot. If you just listen, stop listening to all of the chaos in your head that seems to try to keep up with the chaos outside of you and just slow it all down and just put your life on pause for just a minute and see if you get something out of it. I get something out of it. 
every time. And the more, you know, the more I do it, the more I want to do it. Because it makes me feel like I'm not just lost in society. You know, it makes me feel like I have a place, like I'm taking up my own space in the world. You know what I mean? I hope that makes sense. Anyway, it makes sense to me, so it's got to make sense to at least one other person because why? Because I'm not unique. <laughs> so during the holidays, when all of this chaos is going on around us, this is a great time. I've done this um, during a holiday when the whole family is at uh, I've been at one of my family members' houses and all the family members are there. I've done the same exercise where I just sit and listen. And, you know, in that situation, it made me smile, you know, smile on the inside. And, uh, and that was great. So I, I, I recommend it. That's all I'm saying. So I'm going to uh, cut out on the old episode today. And thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.